I love your theme tune. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you for my podcast, could you like delay your um, vocal introduction yeah. into the podcast? Because I like the lyrics. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. I wanted to play an instrument because musicians are so cool and I wanted to be cool, but I found playing an instrument was kind of hard. I tried the harmonica, but I really sucked. I tried the guitar, but my fingers couldn't do it. I was ready to give up. Then I saw a little instrument in the shop. It didn't cost too much, so I gave it a shot. Now I play all the time and my friends do too And who knew ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Cause it's the new black Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why they play ukulele, what they love about it, and how it's changed their lives. Today, I have another conversation recorded in New York earlier this year with Andrew Swackhammer, who is a self-proclaimed ukulele wizard and all-round gorgeous human. He appeared at the door of my hotel room carrying a ukulele and a gift of chocolate, and I immediately knew we were going to have a great chat. Hope you enjoy it too. Ukulele player, introduce yourself. Hello, uh, I'm Andrew Swackhammer, or Drew Swack, or now Ukulele Wizard, um, which is cool. <laughs> I want to be a wizard too. I was. I <laughs> cried that day actually. <laughs> yeah, my brother for Christmas ended up. Uh, uh, we we've been working on a logo together, and I've, I have an obsession with both things. And we came up with Ukulele Wizard, and uh, he made me some merch with it and gave it to me for Christmas. And I was like, what is going on? Is this real life? Do you need some kind of license to call yourself a wizard? Or do you just, you just, it's a self-proclaimed thing? Yeah, this is a self-proclaimed thing. That's so fine. I'm going against J.K. Rowling on this one. <laughs> you haven't been to Hogwarts or anything? <laughs> no. no. But I am going to Scotland, so we're going to visit some castle ruins. Maybe there will be a time portal. I think that's enough. I've that, had that, a that lot will... of Outlander training, so it oh. should be... <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I, 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 I was about to say something inappropriate. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, we weren't going to do Don't worry, that. we're only touching stones today. <laughs> Magical stones. <laughs> now, I know absolutely nothing about you, and I like to do it that way, because that way we learn as we go. Yeah. So, um, tell me, how long have you been playing this delightful... Well, not that particular ukulele, but ukulele in general. We have been celebrating our 11th year of playing music together. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've played music my whole life, well, with the exception of the two years that I wasn't playing it, but I wanted to, so I was six years old and I got bit by the musical bug and then I turned eight and took my first piano lessons and from there I just continued learning some theory very slowly not a good theory person here no (laughs) at all uh it's uh, (laughs) repeat 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 and I picked up the ukulele after Middle school, after high school, I had done all that music stuff, musical theater stuff, went to Point Park University and became roommates with a ukulele player. And we had a room on the third floor of our apartment that we shared with four other people. 
and it was an empty room and we just threw pillows in it and he put a ukulele in there and we started having a ukulele karaoke night because we couldn't oh, go out to bars. So cool. Yeah, it was so cool. So Who we needs just, real karaoke? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, it was just so fun. Karaoke is good though. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do enjoy some karaoke. Yes. Yes, you get to be extra loud, yeah. extra obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess you can do with the ukulele too. But. You can, but it's it's a different vibe with real karaoke. Yeah, we're going for a little, maybe a little bit more relaxation with the ukulele karaoke. Yeah. Campfire feel, I guess. And uh, yeah, he graduated. And I had uh, another year left in the house, and he accidentally left his ukulele in that room. Who does that? I know. <laughs> Someone who smokes a lot of green. It can't have been accidental. Surely not. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> was. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Knowing him, it definitely was. Uh, <laughs> he, I texted him when we got back from summer vacation, and... He said, oh, I already got one. He replaced his uke, so you, you go ahead, because I had picked it up and been noodling around with it, doing those basic chords, C, A minor, and learned five foot two, eyes of blue. That's all you need. Great first yeah. song on the uke, and then um, the Ingrid Michaelson song. And from there, I just started writing my own stuff, and... Uh, I had been writing my own tunes on piano before, and then it just kind of became a vast obsession, and <laughs> everyone, you would never see me without a ukulele <laughs> from that day on. It confused a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. They were, um, they wanted a different side of me, but I was like, no, this is me. They were like, you won't go anywhere with the ukulele. Stop it. And I went... <laughs> Um, this is the most relaxed I've ever been. Yeah. I am not taking this away from myself. No. And so you fight really, really hard to do the quirky, odd, wonderful things that you want to do with your life, and you are happier for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, why would anyone want you to not have that in your hand? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, as you said to me previously, it's it's an extension of your arm. It totally it is. is. It, yeah. it is. A, um, I don't know how many limbs I have at this point, <laughs> but it I is an extra limb. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes, this is not a naked interview. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, no, nothing inappropriate in this interview. <laughs> um, but yes, this would be my fifth limb today. And um, when I was told that I wouldn't make it anywhere with the uke and it couldn't be my fifth limb and all of those things, it just fueled my fire and I don't really get passionately um, worked up about things very often. I'm usually a very calm and serene human, spreading kindness and uh, just hoping that everyone will join me on that level. and stop fighting each other and I'm gonna make that a worldwide sensation at some point everyone will have a uke in their hands they should uh, wouldn't that be great how could we all not be happy if we all had a ukulele in our hands yes it's it it's also, just also can you imagine that picture of eight billion ukuleles <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to make them all? It's Where, gonna... <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> but it does is that cover all of Australia? You think eight billion ukuleles? Oh, that's that's. It would be close. That'd be plenty. Yes, be plenty. Um, there are a lot of ukuleles in Australia because I go all over to mm. the, all the festivals, and it just amazes me that doesn't matter what size town you go to, there'll be a ukulele group there. There'll be a festival there. Um, they are everywhere, and it's amazing. Yeah, definitely have to make it to the ukulele festival circuit in Australia. Yes. Um, I'm friends with the band All Your Exes Live in Texas. Oh, yeah, yes. I am obsessed with them, first of all. (laughs) Um, Second of all, I met them because they came to um, New York, and I was working at Ook Hut, which is New York's um, specialty ukulele store. They have over 160 ukuleles to choose from, and you just sit down and you walk into this ukulele dream house. And <laughs> I'm planning to go there later this week. Oh, please, it's on, it's on yes. my list. Treat Definitely. yourself. When you go, let me know. I'll, I'll meet you there. <laughs> we'll hang out again. <laughs> Although I cannot buy a ukulele because I can't get it home. You can't get it home. That's okay. And last time, when I went to Hawaii last year, I bought one, so I can't buy one at every trip. It gets very expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. perhaps a, a, sh- a little shipping deal might be in your future <laughs> if you enjoy one that much. Just let me no, know I, and I will ship you that ukulele. Now, I shouldn't say these words, I have enough ukuleles. I know there's no such thing no. as enough. I know there's no such thing. But having the Ukat one... proves that. <laughs> Although I, I could use a good soprano. I've only got my little yeah. my little one, my little Carla. But nothing wrong with the Carla ukulele, mm-hmm. but um, compared <clears throat> to my, my tenor, it's, you know, it's not quite yeah, as... I have my... Um, I almost brought my Koaloha opiote today. Do you have a Koaloha as well? Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. It's so <laughs> pretty. It is. I, I can just Their look sound at is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just sit and look at mine and just think that is the most beautiful thing I've ever owned in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's so pretty. And it's a long neck one too. Mm. So you get all those extra yeah. frets and yeah. nice. just unlimited possibilities with sound. So this one you're holding today, yes. tell the listeners what that is. So this is a Kala, and this is an electric one. It's got, it's the K-A-A-T-P C-T-G C-E, one of the longest so model numbers. Yeah. yeah. That's not even a number, that's a model letter, <clears throat> really. It, it's, I think it is the longest serial code of a ukulele to yeah. find it. That's longer than the ukulele. <laughs> it really is. It doesn't even fit in this in the sound hole. Um, but it's a cutaway. It is a tenor. I have a low G installed onto it with some uh, Kila fluorocarbon strings. It's got a solid acacia top. Uh, no, it's got a solid cedar top with acacia back and sides and a beautiful, I, I've never looked up or listened to anyone pronounce this correctly, but it's a maybe potok binding. Podic, powdic. I have no idea. Anything you say, I will believe. Great. <laughs> We're going with potok today because I'm Let's from Pittsburgh and that's like a really thick <laughs> accent. It sounds real good. <laughs> it's a potok binding. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> And it's got the uh, Kala plug-in electric situation. To I, I got to play along with my uh, indie pop soul band, so Starbird and the Phoenix. So it's got to be pumped up and loud and juicy. Mm, nice. Yeah. I love a juicy ukulele. Ooh, me too. <laughs> so Nothing tell me better. then, yeah. so you, who do you play with? So you just mentioned bands. Yes, I have my band, Starbird and the Phoenix. 
so uh, I'm constantly writing some ukulele tunes for that. Um, we're kind of stretching into a altered sound, so there is acoustic live band feel, but it's kind of electrifying it a little bit more than what you're used to hearing on standard ukulele pop tunes. Okay. And, um, and your band consists of? My band consists of um, two lead singers. You have me, Andrew Swaghammer. Repeat it again, why not? <laughs> you have my lovely, ethereal, red-headed, maestro of a voice human, Courtney Bassett, who is great at shredding the melodica. Mm, oh, uh, I love a melodica I too. Know. Oh, we're friends. I yes, we are totally friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listened to a few of your other podcasts and I went, we're friends. <laughs> It's totally fine. This is going to be the, like, the easiest day. And um, we have Eddie Marshall on electric guitar and electric U-bass. Nice. Uh, I introduced him to the U-bass. He went, what is happening right now? <laughs> and then I introduced him to the fretless U-bass. And he went, what is even happening right now? <laughs> so the U-bass is quite the exciting thing. And then we have... Um, either a cajon player or a drummer. They come in and out as drummers are available. And it's usually Josh Roberts or Debbie Chong. Um, we play with them quite often. Um, we have Catherine Wake who plays cajon on one of our songs, I'm Fallen, in the album that's coming up this spring. Ooh, excellent. Look oh, forward oh. to it. Yes. Yes, spring 2020. You got. Um, Although for me, spring is at a different time for you. Oh, really? Well, I live on the other side of the world. That's They're all true. backwards. <laughs> so what's happening? What's so going to happen? Because right now, it, I don't oh, think... actually, it's the 1st of March today. So yeah. it has just become autumn or fall, depending what you want to call it. Yes. Um, over there, what I think. Yes. Yes, first day of autumn. Oh. We've just had summer. What's your favourite season in Australia? Look, I really like spring and autumn. I don't like the heat. Summer is my least favourite. It's too hot for me. It's tough. Yeah. And I live in Canberra where we have cold winters. So Canberra's winter is about pretty much what it is here in New York now. Okay. So it's, it's quite quite cold. But for Australia especially, it's quite cold. But I, I like the cold. So I'm really enjoying this weather here. Although Friday it was cold and very, very windy. Yes, city so wind here is oh. ridiculous. <laughs> I don't mind the cold, but then that wind starts think, okay, do mind the cold. You think you're fine for a little while, then you turn a corner and you become a statue for <laughs> 10 seconds. And well, you I go, wait a second. So, speaking statues, I, I have to a see, life to live. <laughs> I went to see the Statue of Liberty on Friday, which oh, yeah. was fantastic, but man, there was some wind, wind tunnel, around yes. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, cold, cold. But mm -hmm. it was nice. I'm glad I went. Mm -hmm. It was good. You you wonder the placement of that um, statue, and it, it, of course I, I understand why it's there. The location is perfect for that, but it, the wind there... It, it's not tourist friendly. I hope they... I mean, it seems like they did a good job planning for the aerodynamics of that statue. Well, it's but, still a standing, isn't it? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Do you want to go to the top of it while it's a windstorm? No. no. <laughs> Didn't do that. Maybe only if I had my ukulele and we're playing for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, this could be our oh, last moment together. Like, <laughs> That would actually be great. Just up there in the yeah. crown playing a ukulele. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, let's I just, would we should just bring 40 people the next time you're here and yeah. buy it out and have a ukulele jam in the top that of the Statue idea, of Liberty. But let's, let's not do it this time of year. No, please. No. <laughs> 
A serene spring day. (laughs) (laughs) Only. So you said you write songs? I do write songs. You write many songs by the sound of it. I've, yeah, at the moment I am, I have collected um, close to 40 of my own songs. Nice. Yeah. I've only Um, written one. I'm very, I'm very impressed. Yes. Oh, that's so nice. I wrote one. You wrote one? My theme tune for the podcast. I love your theme tune. (laughs) I was actually going to ask you for my podcast, could you like delay your... Um, vocal introduction yeah. into the podcast, like f- six more seconds, because I like the lyrics. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> very much. Well, I used it my early episodes. I did the whole theme tune and then did the introduction. Mm-hmm. But people told me they were sick of hearing it. Boo! <laughs> I know. Well, I Giving into peer pressure. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> I think it's the people who are binging, which is uh, no, I love a binge. That's true. Yeah. So if you're listening to the fourteenth in a row, you think, yeah, okay. <clears throat> I got the idea now. Um, but look, I can give you a copy of it. That's good. A very own copy that you can just listen to whenever maybe, you like. Maybe before the theme tune even starts, as per request of the person who I'm interviewing today, yes. we are going to be playing the full theme song. Okay, <laughs> we will do that for you. Yes. Your episode, full oh, theme I'm song. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm glad See, you like you it. You ask, uh, that. all you have to do is ask. Okay. And I'm 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 glad it's coming to fruition because yes. that, that's such a great song. Oh, good! I'm yeah. glad you like it. Because I, my issue with writing songs is more that I just don't know what to write about. I, I don't seem to be. Uh, maybe I'm just a very shallow person. <laughs> I often think that too. It's, what that I'm a shallow person? Hard. Yes, yes. This is my first time I've met you, and I'm already thinking that. No, I often think that about myself uh, when I'm coming up with lyric psycho am i not in tune with what's happening in my life and i get so existential about it but i i write songs anyway and i go into do 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 and i just come up with little scat melodies and then i put a syllabic tally that happens with that scat with the melody and the chords that i've created and i kind of just like fill in the blanks like hangman lyrics with whatever's oh, okay. happening yeah yeah yeah. it's a really good technique that works sometimes when i'm having lyric block mm. and um you know sometimes you just have to wait for that really depressing thing in your life to either spark a new yeah. joy or you know or just come up with a trendy little hashtag and that's the title that's of your true. song and a build of, around that a lot of songs songs about absolutely nothing are very good so yes. It doesn't have to be deep, does it? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, the song I'm working on right now is um, Fuzzy Felix. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like a little bit Kesha inspired. <laughs> I love it when I get the chills coming up and down my spine, up and down my spine, up and down my spine. You know, it's just like nice. a Fuzzy Felix. It's mainly to uh, inspire people to learn how to chuck the ukulele and yep. be, not be afraid of the different levels of sounds you can get from the chuck. Depending on the location of where you are on the uke, you can get really high chuck sounds. You can get those low chuck sounds in a few and infuse those into your ukulele arrangements. It can be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about you play me something that you wrote? There was you were you were gonna do yeah. a song that you wrote. I you? was going to do, do it a song. Now. All right, I'd love that. Good. <clears throat> 
walking out in this New York City weather. These poor ukes. We're going for it. This song is called Home. Nothing I could say to you would be able to make it through your brain. You're insane, and I can tell you why I keep on trying. I keep on lying to myself when I imagine that life with you would always work itself out. I'm about to free fall off this cliff and pray that I fly. Nothing I could say to you would be able to change this point of view we are a tune and i can tell you why i keep on trying i keep on lying to myself when i imagine that life with you would always work itself out i'm about to tie me up to tracks to split in half because i won't choose sides You. Man, you've got a good vocal range. Oh, thank you so you much. You get up along, you get up higher than I do, and, and I'm a girl. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was a unfair. soprano all growing up, <laughs> and it never really changed. 
I had to force my voice to get lower. <laughs> but with a lot of exercise and stuff, you know, maintaining it's very fun. And uh, right at the beginning, too, when I was just learning that um, Tiny Tim stuff was so inspiring. The tiptoe tip -toe through the tulips and um, living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, high all the time. <laughs> Like, there's nothing better. It's just so silly and funny. <laughs> so obviously you perform and people pay you to do that? Yes. That's nice. It's, it is nice. I mean, it's um, more a, uh, a little side gig. I don't actively like to chase after a performance career, which I know probably sounds strange and weird. <laughs> <laughs> so you, but you... I'm so serene with my... Um, my at-home life and the uke being something for me and taking the ukulele and trying to develop ideas on how to benefit the lives of beginner players that stop at the part where you could step into being an intermediate player. And I've, I've taught over a hundred people ukulele and I'm also a ukulele lessons um, okay. teacher, yep. so I run um, ukulelelessonsnyc.com and um, just run a whole ukulele lessons thing right out of my house, or I travel to people's houses, we do group lessons, parties, and um, make a, a decent living from that. And. Yeah, with that work, I've seen a lot of my students um, develop such wonderful technique and get further in their ukulele journey and the relaxation and the meditation and the mental health that can come from playing this instrument. I cannot advocate enough for how much the ukulele can actually save your life and your mental health and like maybe a tragic moment throughout just your day or your week um, I don't I honestly do not know where my life would be without this instrument and I'm gonna work my hardest to make sure other people can have a similar experience that I have because it's really beautiful and this instrument is really beautiful and the community of ukulele alone I'm sure you know by now doing this podcast absolutely there's there's not there's not one jerk. <laughs> maybe there, maybe there are a few, but like. Well, they're everywhere, but, but very, it's very exactly, rare. It's isn't so it? rare to yeah. find a ukulele player that's gonna either I don't know what the word would be, but like mistreat you or bully you. Like that, it just doesn't seem to exist. It's a, a peacemaker of a instrument, and a, it's almost, ukulele's almost a mentality. I think. Yeah. Once it happens to you, you're infected you for life. Yeah, you're infected for life. <laughs> In a good way. In a really good way. Yeah, this is a good it's <laughs> problem like, it's, to it's, have. It's like the good bacteria. You want those. Yeah. You do. You yeah. need good bacteria. You do. This is definitely one of those. <laughs> Without a doubt. I have the Kala bacteria. I have the Ohana bacteria. <laughs> so, is there a lot of ukulele in New York? There is a lot of ukulele in New York. Um, it's not as much as I would like it to be. Well, that's your mission. But that's my mission. I'm kind of the, uh, you know, I want to cast this spell over 
New York City and be the ukulele wizard and just be able to, like, almost like it's Sims, <laughs> have a little ukulele-shaped thing floating right. every, over everybody's head and I'm just controlling where they are. You will play together now. <laughs> um, but there's ukulele meetups. Um, uh, every Sunday I host show and tell at UCA, which is, uh, we feature three uh, artists. And then we go into an open mic, and ukulele players come in and out of that. Oh, nice. It's really, really nice. And usually one month out of the year, and this month actually marks the month. I was on Facebook the other day, and February 27th, four years ago, I had posted, nothing gives me more joy than to teach another person ukulele and to reread something that, you know, I, I knew existed, but to have that rejuvenation and see that I was said, March is pay what you can, <laughs> ukulele lessons. I don't even care. I just want to hang out with you. Oh, that's Let me know. Um, so just, I want to meet the ukulele players of New York City. And it, there's nothing more fun than jamming on uke together. So make it happen. Mm. But the show and tell show series that's it's almost two years now that it's been going on in april well that's so close <gasps> whoa we gotta get a keg it's gonna be a party <laughs> a ukulele cake, a ukulele cake. oh yes. has to be. there has to be one oh people can make any size any shaped cake if you ask them. <laughs> pay the money they will make you a ukulele shaped cake yes yes i i wouldn't mind that at all that would be Look, really I'm sure lovely if you ask the universe someone will make that happen for you <laughs> universe make me a ukulele cake <laughs> thank you fill it with kombucha so have you ever you've never had a kombucha cake no Ooh, it's good stuff okay i it's didn't really even know good. that was a thing yeah well right, it comes out okay. of a cake and i'm not sure if it's necessary but yeah. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> All right, I'll add that to my list of things. <laughs> Good. Um, my co-host, Kristen Dausch, and I, um, we learn five songs a week with a theme word. And so we'll pick a word and we'll just play this game. There's a game called Encore, and you roll a die, and there's a word. And depending on how the colors match, you have that word. So say you roll red and the word is um, day, and you sing lyrics back and forth that include the word day, and you just go until someone loses. <laughs> and then from that list, we choose five songs um, ah. of our favorites, and uh, we, we have our show. And sometimes it's just me and Kristen with me doing um, ukulele accompaniments of sometimes really, really crazy songs. Um, we did... Um, Total Eclipse of the Heart one time on oh, ukulele wow, and it was awesome. really really fun. <laughs> we have a reggae version of Bad Romance and oh nice yeah. So we'll be coming up with a very very fun um, friend album together within the year, which will be great. So I have my band Starboard and the Phoenix album coming out soon. We'll have Kiwi. We call ourselves Kiwi Fuzz. The, um, Kristen Dausch and I from Show and Tell. Okay. We both <laughs> ate the Kiwi Fuzz. Oh, okay. We're growing right. up and still to this day do. And so that's weird. I, I, I and don't do the our fuzz. band name. I don't like the fuzz. You don't like the fuzz? No, not on peaches either. No, I just, well, just put it in a ziplock and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. 
<laughs> might not be able to trust airmail and food. I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> um, and then another one of my goals with Uke is to make an intermediate um, ukulele jazz album. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm beginning to have a um, yearly, sometimes multiple yearly performance um, opportunity at Birdland Jazz Club um, with the help of the lovely Jim Caruso. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, he has Jim Caruso's cast party and it's just a very elevated, wonderful open mic night. Um, Broadway people come and perform at it, and they have um, an amazing band set up, three-piece band, and it's just a really, really wonderful opportunity to be with other artists and share what you're working on that week. And yeah, Birdland Jazz Club is really, really wonderful, but it also inspired me um, to my other passion, which is the Great American Songbook. Growing up with that music, playing on records, and um, my parents having an affiliation for um, relaxing jazz music, or the Eagles. It was very bipolar at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are we doing today, guys? Jazz I don't know. Eagles. Jazz Eagles. <laughs> jazz Doobie Brothers. Jazz Chicago. Closer. Closer. <laughs> it's good to have variety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite was when we would go from jazz to Joni Mitchell. That was always a lovely thing, which yeah. is kind of closely the same realm as well. Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, that storytelling, very melodic, moving stuff. Um, so I want to create intermediate level jazz arrangements of Great American Songbook Standards called Jazz Rain and an Ukulele. It's what you can do in your house when you're by yourself and want to. Um, boost up your skills as a ukulele player and learn keep some American songbook music alive. Um, I just think the ukulele can really show off with some intermediate techniques the ease of what the Great American Songbook intends and yeah I I would like to do Moonglow for you. I would love you to do that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so this will be on the Jazz Rain and an Ukulele album. Oh, I'm so excited about that. <clears throat> there will be a play-along book. It's very a la Jake Shimabukuru. Like, he tabs out all of his fingerings, which right. you look at it and you're like, <laughs> Good for you, buddy! Yeah, my fingers don't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's fingers do that. So that's why he can give everyone the tabs, because no one can play them anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, maybe, um, her name's, uh, Tai Mane. Uh, she, she could probably keep up with Jake okay. Shimabukuru. Yeah. She's awesome. She's got, she, like, she's got, she's Hawaiian. She has share hair and she plays oh, and wow. she shreds and she's like <laughs> going all over the place. Her, her hairography while shredding Barry Uke. <laughs> she's so cool. Um, but also those twins, um, Honoko and Azita, are really lovely, if you ever get a chance to listen to them as well. Mm. And my buddy Abe Lagrimas Jr. is also one of those shredders, which is... In his album, he plays all of the instruments. He plays the drums, he plays the ukulele, and he plays... It's either marimba or vibraphone. 
and those three sounds together, he has such wow, eclectic yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. But um, this is an intermediate um, version of Moonglow. have been moon that led me straight to you I still hear you saying dear one hold me fast and I start to pray I love that. Thank you. I just love watching you play all of that. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much. Fingers going. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing better than a a nice little 
waltz fingering just to get that mm. standard technique in there and then um, throw in just a very short like 16 bar challenge yep. <laughs> in the middle <laughs> don't overstress yourself you don't have to overachieve yeah, that's fantastic well I think it's time for the question <gasps> what's the question <gasps> how has ukulele changed your life oh um, I'm forever grateful for the ukulele it has absolutely forever changed my life I would not be who I am without this instrument it has such a magical energy and an ease to it. It's extremely welcoming. It took away my panic attacks. It saved so much of my mental health. And if there's anything I can do to thank the ukulele by working hard and sharing it with other people, that's how it's changed my life. It's the amount of good people that I'm going to meet throughout this journey. I think what I'm most excited about is um, the aftermath of the work that will go into this jazz album and the workbook that goes along with it are the, the people who might post it on YouTube, like their cover versions of it, or if anyone covers any songs of mine, um, just wanting to know who they are and meeting my extended family like it's it's an extra limb but it this it opens up a new family to you and a sector of the world that you never would have met them before and that there's nothing more beautiful to me than that and it, i think that the serenity i get from the ukulele gifting me that is you you can almost not be thankful enough Wow, that's my best answer ever. Fantastic. I'm trying not to cry. Yep, well, I've already, I've already failed. <laughs> it's, it's just a, such a beautiful thing, you know? It is. Well, you've given me a little challenge there. I will cover one of your songs or one of your jazz ones, and I'll put it on YouTube. Give me some time, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to... <laughs> If you and that's really, really sweet. Now mm. I'm crying. Great. Thank you yep. so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thought we were going to be friends, but now no, we can't no. be. I made you cry. <laughs> now we can't be friends. <laughs> no, we can't be friends. That's it. Done. <laughs> can't be around people who are making me cry all the time. No, these are tears of joy, everybody. Um, yeah. Well, seeing as we're both going into puddles, I think we have to finish it here. I think that's um, a good idea. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to me today. Of course. It's been a complete pleasure. Yes, it has been a complete pleasure to meet you and thank you for having me. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and I performed it with Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums, Jim Croft, Paul Marsh, Chris Williams and Sandra Shaw. Seb Carrero does the graphic design. If you want more information about any of the things mentioned in today's podcast, and there are a lot of them, I have links in the show notes, as well as a playlist with songs relating to today's episode on the Ukulele is the New Black YouTube channel. If you enjoy this podcast, there's a lot of ways you can support me. You can give it a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. You can tell your friends. It helps people to find the podcast. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. I had another question. I've totally forgotten what it was. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Good. I didn't want to answer that one anyway. No, no, it was a terrible question. Because <laughs> it's the new black.